0: Welcome back to the Small Constellation Podcast, and uh, specifically welcome back to Call of Cthulhu: uh, The Fall Without End. So, Woo! Uh, previously,
1: I've been falling for thirty minutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Chill out, Loki.
0: <laughs> Isn't it more like you know a week? <laughs> <laughs> um, but previously, on The Fall Without End, our intrepid mountaineer explorers. Uh, Have divided up into uh, teams of two, and they're going to begin their ascent of Mount McKinley, trying to reach the the highest, southernmost peak of the mountain. And going to be going off, and each team's going to be doing their own thing here. We've got to go around here and maybe everybody reintroduce your
2: characters uh, real quick. Well, um, hi, it's Evan. I'm playing as Dr. Thelonious Monk, the very persuasive. Anthropologist from Anchorage, Alaska, um, with my partner, uh, who will introduce himself, herself, 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 herself.
1: Uh, So yeah, uh, Brandon's here. Gender bending is Junko, uh, possibly the one of the greatest climbers of the of the time. We are have decided to go up uh, Peter's Glacier because we know the route the other group is going. And we're hoping to get up the mountain first, so we're taking it a competitive edge. Um, and in the other corner. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the blue colors!
2: Um, this is Jared, uh, Professor Richard Dick Davis, professor of all things history, archaeology, and native Alaskan culture. Um, and I am teaming up with um, Mr. Roy
3: Sullivan. We are taking the Knife's Ridge. There will be plenty of time to make up a few days or so on the, a steeper and more dangerous. There's no need to be dangerous right off the bat.
0: <laughs> also, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, Jared. Uh, every time you say your name Richard Dick Davis, I kind of like to imagine that his middle name is just Dick. So, he's Dick Dick Davis over here.
1: <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a very phallic way of playing uh, Duck, Duck, Goose. <laughs> Dick! Dick!
2: Peter (laughs) Johnson!
0: (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, uh, let's begin. Um, So I'll go ahead and I'll start off with with Roy and Richard here, uh, heading up Knife's Ridge. Um, So off in the distance, you guys, uh, so, you know, the sun is just cresting the, the near low-lying mountainsides and uh, bathing the sun and ice in a warm orange glow. And you're coming out of your tents, pushing apart the, well, moving the frost out of the way and gathering up your supplies groggily. And uh, as you look out uh, on the horizon, you can see the rise of Wickersham's Wall uh, from, it's attached to Peter's Glacier. Um, But in the valley surrounding this uh, ice field, um, you can see that along the western edge of the glacier, your target, the Knife's Ridge. Um, It's basically just this this massive uh, cliff of shale, uh, steeply rising over the other crevices of the glacier. It's uh, In order to cross the ridge and begin getting into more of the mountain proper that you'll have to climb vertically, uh, you need to navigate along, you see kind of a, a narrow ridge um, that has remains. you know, it looks like it's a little less iced over than some of the surrounding rock, and it looks like, you know, there's a, a narrow ridge that you can traverse there. You see, uh, on, on, so uh, the first part of your trip, you know, looks like pretty, pretty slow going, um, relatively easy, um, and then... Rising up above that though, you do see um, a kind of a towering and imposing rock face that will will unfortunately be what your your reward if you might have it for reaching the end of Nice Ridge, but uh, that's a problem for another day. For now, you're just focused on scaling this first part. Um, So is there anything you guys want to do here in the morning? Um, Just, you know, hoof it, uh, get get out and start about as quick as you can. I think
2: we just load up and start marching. Kevin. Um, Is there any kind of, just observing the surrounding areas, notice anything that's out of the ordinary or something to keep an eye on, or...?
0: Um, give me some... Gotta
2: navigate.
0: Sure. Yeah, give me a navigate check. Oh, I put my dice away.
2: 20, that is a hard success.
0: Okay. Um, Taking a look at the ridge, um, you notice that, you know, it will be pretty treacherous should you deviate from that that central portion. Um, It kind of looks like, you know, this is a a well-worn path that other travelers have kind of made an easy route through. Like, you can tell that there's definitely, even from this distance, as you kind of, get your stuff together and get moving in you can see it looks like people have definitely traversed specifically that top portion of the ridge and to either side it's a kind of a sh- steep-ish slope and you can tell although it's not icing over too much um, it might be kind of unstable footing so you definitely get an impression of the best route to go so I'd say that might give you an advantage later on when you're you're trying to determine a quick route up good to keep in mind.
3: I'm good to go. You ready? I think we for the first bit we keep to the tried and true path and we can make up time and we can trailblaze later. Let's do it.
0: Sounds good. Um, so Hi-ho. we'll say because Hi-ho. you know because you've gotten a, a good feel for the potential route that you want to take it doesn't take too long to pack up the supplies that you need. You gotta get a good, good start basically. You're making good time. Um, so you get to the, the bottom of Knife's, uh, the edge of Knife's Ridge, begin on the path. Um, and, you know, you're going along. It's maybe been about half a day, um, you know, with infrequent pauses here and there for rest and maybe a quick bite to eat um, from your supplies. And uh, But every once in a while, um, the winds will kick up as you're crossing this ridge uh, rogue winds coming in from the west and blowing strongly. Um, you'll flakes of shale kind of shed off of the windward side of the mountain, kind of occasionally adding a little bit of crunch to the soft snow that's pelting you as you're moving along. And um, go ahead and both of you give me give me constitution checks real quick. Oh, I fail. Um, Hard success. Kay. Uh, Nick, go ahead and roll a d3 for me, or yeah, no. One. Okay. Um, so, you know, already, you know, as well prepared as you thought you might be, there's just no getting around the fact that this is going to be a long and grueling and frigid journey. And even though you have experience with it before, it's a little disheartening. Uh, just to be buffeted with these like a particularly strong gust of wind comes along and buffets you. And for a moment you lose your footing and your pack shifts. And you know, you take a hard step into the shale as it gives beneath your foot and tumbles off down the cliffside, And so, you know, you injure your ankle just a little bit, but you know, otherwise not too worse for the wear. Um, so you're making your way along, um, it's been uh, about a, a day, honestly, like we'll go ahead and say this is day two now. So you without event so far, but you're you're still you still feel like you're making pretty good time. You've heard of some expeditions, you know, getting locked up on the top of Shale Ridge for as much as three to six days, even with bad weather. And you haven't encountered that yet. So you're making good time, um, but approaching in the distance you see a silhouette like it's small at first hard to distinguish from the gray shale around you the the icy blue wastes you you see this this figure that seems to be kind of half crawling half stumbling um through the not whiteout conditions but still pretty heavy snowfall that's buffeting the mountainside um how far out are we talking um Probably a good uh, maybe quarter of a mile at this point, something like that. That's about as far as you can really see. I've got a pair of
2: binoculars, so can I check it out and see if I yeah, can get a absolutely. clear vision of that? Um, go ahead and honestly, yeah, go ahead and
0: give me a spot hidden. Um, oh, we'll kind of see. not good.
2: Yeah, um, I think I lost the binoculars. (laughs) Critical critical failure. Not critical, uh, it's just a normal fail. Okay.
0: (laughs) Um, So you pull out your binoculars, and unfortunately, you notice that one of the lenses cracked. Uh, while yeah. you're carrying it, so still usable yeah. though, um, and particularly you know through as through a one of the telescope, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So still through one of the eyes, you know, you can get a pretty good view, and you see that um, it is definitely it's a man um, who appears to be kind of uh, you know he's just he's really just in bad shape. Like even from here, looking through the binoculars, you can see that you know he's been. On the mountain for clearly a while. His clothing is in tatters. Even from here, you can see occasionally glints of sunlight reflecting off of slick blood, perhaps, on parts of his clothing. And you notice that there's a real, real deliberate but kind of like jerky hesitation to his movements. He's kind of, it looks like he's almost crawling along this path down to meet you he's heading towards you down this trail on
2: shale or on uh, Are, are we still pretty much if you deviate from the path it's pretty dubious
0: um yeah i mean you look around and you've only got you there's barely enough room for two people to stand abreast on the trail like you could basically you could shuffle around each other if you really had to, but you wouldn't want to move much more than that or you'd begin kind of getting off that trail and i would
3: uh, be I'd tell Dr. Davis here, we're heading in that direction anyway. If we can help him, if we meet, we'll do our best, but everyone knows the risks involved in climbing, so...
2: Yeah, we can't really turn around, so let's see so this guy's so up
0: to you might want to steal your heart a little bit (laughs) with that word of advice in mind. So how are you guys, first of all, I should probably say, like, how are you guys proceeding? Like order wise, you said you were,
3: I'll be, I'll be leading. Yeah. Um, We'll be walking in, in the direction of this mysterious figure. Like as best as possible. I think we'll, we'll try to make our paths cross, but I am not really going to put this at risk so soon to help someone who looks like they're in a rough way.
0: Okay. Um, have you taken any precautions in terms of, like, are you guys already kind of tethered? Like, have you lined up and just, I mean, not that obviously it's not too dangerous Yeah, not, I wouldn't say now. <laughs> All right, so you're uh, the two of you continue down the trail, and as you get closer and closer to this figure, you know, his, just the level of his distress becomes more and more apparent. You can see he's horribly frostbitten, in no small part because so much of his equipment is in tatters, like it's just wrecked. Basically, he yeah, is carrying very little with him. He's just hunched over next to the ice, and you notice that he's kind of feeling his way along, hesitantly with his ice axe. So go ahead and give me a a uh, climb roll, both of you. Uh, no, sorry, sorry. Survival. Survival. Give me a survival. Okay. Still would be a extreme success for me. Fail. Okay. Um, so even though um, the professor may be le- less familiar with the conditions encountered on a mountain like this, uh, Roy is an experienced mountaineer and recognizes the signs of snow blindness right away. Um, it's very apparent that this guy is just struggling along blindly. Um, and he's just, you know, trying to, to make his way down the mountain.
2: Are we? How far out are we? Are we approaching? Um, you're himself? getting pretty
0: close now. You're, I mean, you're only several. I mean, at most, maybe like a hundred feet away, closing.
3: I would probably. I'll tell Dr. Davis to make his way cautiously, but I think I'll pick up the pace and go over and check on our stranger here.
0: Okay. So you move forwards on your own a little ways, um, letting. Dr. Davis, no, and uh, as you get close, um, you're now within a few feet of the man. He kind of, he perks up a bit. You can tell he's really struggling to make out anything in the snow and the blinding whiteness all around him. I'll uh, I'll hail out to him and ask what his name is. Okay. You you call out, but unexpectedly, rather than having a calming effect on the man, it's almost as if you just driven him to further fear. And you can see he he kind of rears up and begins just like shouting and like waving his ice axe around. It's like doing his best to stumble up onto his feet. And he's just, you know, gibbering gibbering madly and kind of uh, just panicked. Absolute feral panic. And he comes stumbling towards you and tries to swing at you with his ice axe. Um, So go ahead and... Give me a brawl. Alright. Uh, success? Or okay.
3: I guess is it a competition? Draw? Yes. I so, got
0: 29. Okay. With a worth of fighting of 45. Okay. Um, so the, the the swing, the man's swing, is just wild and wild. Uh, wild and wide. A thing of just pure feral you know desperation so it's pretty easy for you to just kind of catch his arm and deflect the blow do you want to uh attempt to subdue him or how do you want to interact with this guy Mm,
3: see if i can uh calm him down a little bit with a a softer voice i want to talk to him more while i'm like holding on to his arms
0: okay um so give me give me another brawl roll real quick
3: uh that's a fail this time okay uh can i get a can i do a
0: dodge um well so i was kind of operating an assumption that like you said you were going to try and kind of subdue him mm-hmm. um so that was an attempt at grappling okay um and so in this case uh you know you try and get over and get a hold of him he seems to be just coherent enough that he manages to kind of slip out of your grasp um, but he also can't really... He doesn't really manage to do any damage to you either. All right. Um, so, but he is going to take another wild swipe at you with the axe. Can I focus on dodge on this one?
3: I don't want to really try fighting him. I want to... Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, you can try and dodge instead.
3: But it'll be a success. Okay.
0: Um, so this time you can tell he's he's gradually getting a sense for where you might be. So the strike... Swings a little bit more true, but you're two steps ahead of him, and you manage to just back off and get out of his range. Um, want to
3: try and get control of him again? I want to try something else. Uh, I'm getting kind of fed up trying to wrestle him. Can I do a warning shot for my sidearm? Um, sure.
0: Just yeah, you won't. Have, yeah, you won't have to roll for uh, that. Yeah, just, yeah, I just yeah, want to. Yeah, I just yeah, want to. Sorry, give some flavor there. Yeah. Um. So you you fire your gun, just kind of aiming off in the distance, just kind of fire it. Or is that yeah? I, I want him to know that he should stop. Okay, uh, the, the let's see, you have a uh, a 45, 1911, yeah, uh, <laughs> and you just fire it off. It's your your service weapon, a distinguished distinguished tool for a distinguished man. <laughs> you uh, you fire it off, and um, to very little effect, though, as the shot cracks and rings out, it just you know, the man. He's just pure wild at this point. Like he just charges forwards. Like he's got nothing to lose, but but to take it out. Like
3: all right, I'll I'll shoot him in like the arm and try to incapacitate him from. Okay,
0: uh, give me a, a firearms roll. Uh, that is a success, just barely. <laughs> okay, um, so you manage to you it's know <laughs> you you level level your gun on uh, towards his arm and take a shot, and it's an impressive an impressive feat. But you do manage to uh, not quite hit just his arm, but you you peg him pretty hard in the shoulder, and it just you know he it looks like now. I mean, he just he goes down hard onto the ridge, just blasted kind of down, falls over onto his back, and. Let's go of the the ice axe, and it goes rolling down the shale uh, sides of the All the right. bridge.
3: I will. Uh, I want to bind his hands before I do first aid on him. Like okay. I don't want him waking up.
2: I right. feel like at this point, watching the struggle, <laughs> I have yeah, now have slowly approached and um, um, with him now, basically.
0: Okay. Um so it's no I mean again this guy is just in terrible shape so it's no big deal now especially since he's he's the shock of being wounded and everything it seems to have taken what little life he had remaining in him out of him and so you're able to quickly get him tied up subdued um and then yeah go ahead and give me a first aid roll see if you can get him patched up that will be a good success what's the lesson than- a um, hard success. Yeah, hard success. All right. Um, so yeah, you are able to do uh, a damn fine job, if you do say so yourself, <laughs> of getting the wound um, dressed. Fortunately, it does appear that the shot went clean through, so you're not going to have too much trouble there. And you managed to get him. You manage to get him bandaged up and apply pressure to the wound. And he's, you know, he's not in great shape. He's unconscious at this point, And you do, you do worry whether or not this is the last. You know, Toll that his body could take But for the moment He's alive and breathing Told you to steal yourself <laughs> um,
2: I guess um, Just looking over his body Does his, his um, Non-Sullivan wounds <laughs> Look just Natural from being Stranded on a mountain Or is there signs of any other attack Give me a
0: Give me a survival Check I have no idea.
1: <laughs>
0: 97. Yeah. Um, you look at, at his body and that's a body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 I mean, you can see he's got like lots of long, thin um, lacerations across his body. Um, you know, it looks to you like, you know, wild animal probably just got to him or something of that nature. It's, and you can't really tell anything beyond that. He's definitely just frostbitten, bloody, shot, lacerated. So, right Sullivan, tight.
2: do you think there's anything suspicious about his injuries, or is this just natural for the course of climbing?
0: I'll give
3: it a survival look. Okay. Uh, I also failed. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks at, yep, bears. <laughs> <I>
2: was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He looks pretty rough shape. Uh, well, I, is he gonna be talking anytime soon? Because... Uh, we can
3: try waking him up and see if he'll be calm enough. To, we can let him go his own way, but
2: maybe get some information from him. Potentially, we would like to
3: know what happens, but we'll see if he even is calm enough to talk. I want to smack him in the face and wake him up. Uh, okay,
2: <laughs> that was him waking up.
0: Um. <laughs> So yeah, you give him give him a, a hard slap and he just he's out of it still.
2: <laughs> Ow. It was loud. I was trying to make a sound effect. <laughs> Ow. You you can swear you see
0: a little piece of his cheek just
2: kind of
0: fall off. <laughs> well, this guy's kind of got on.
2: Yeah, yeah I like I'm a... still breathing now. Don't still... go to pieces on us mate.
3: Our packs are heavy enough. I don't want to be carrying
2: No, and I I was more a crazy a... person. I was more hoping to carry information from him, not him. So. I don't
3: I don't like the idea of leaving him, but I don't know how else to, to get him to come to you. And I don't think we have really anything we could I have like, have like a I can pour some water. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. Not in <laughs> water.
2: I mean I've got a flare. I could probably like <laughs> shoot that off, but I would rather save those for us. <laughs> Give him some aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this will go the pain.
3: Have any smelling salts? Maybe in your med kit. <laughs> they, they were pretty cheap. I did. I wouldn't have really considered. I don't know what Epsom salts of the time would have been for. Yeah, I. At this point, I'm just. I just. They're smelling salts. That's all. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Want just... to check and see if you've got anything? Yeah. But...
0: Let's okay. see. if... All right. Uh, give me a. a... That one's a little bit more obscure, so I will go ahead and ask for a luck roll. We'll see if you just right. happen if that happened to be something included in the medical kit. Um,
3: Probably not. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, so you check, and and again, this is you know, it's a kit that is focused on more of some of the immediate uh, concerns of survival. Yeah. It's pretty well stocked, but you don't find something that you think will actually manage to. I do have
2: some um, a half gallon of alcohol. Maybe I just. Soak that a little bit on this thing and just see if that wakes him up. Okay. It's a strong smell. Maybe it gets him. Yeah. Uh, so give me a luck
0: roll. That would be good.
2: <laughs> nope.
0: <laughs> um, so I wipe alcohol yeah, off his kind of like smearing the alcohol rag <laughs> <on his face. laughs> He's just like right, a piece of his nose falls off oh.
2: at this point. If his face is flaking off, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's long for this. One. Can we check his pockets? <laughs> Let's see if he's got anything. He's already dropped the axe that's off the cliff. Did that fall off the cliff? Uh, he dropped the axe, yeah. The, yeah,
0: you can see that it's it's tumbled a good ways down the ridge. You can if you that's look real, if you if well, if you look really hard, you can see that you know, you can see a glint of maybe the
3: handles. This so. isn't
0: really a place to like start a fire or anything. Like I don't have,
3: we don't have space for that.
2: No. Um, I, I'm cool. Just searching his pockets. see If he's like, got anything good and just, let's see
3: if he has do a identification or anything on him. him. I don't, I don't think I would be down with robbing the dude.
0: Okay. Not while alive. Like yeah. if he's dead and we came across him. So you check to see if he's got anything, uh, on him of, you know, that would identify him or would be of value. And he is he's still got an empty haul bag kind of strapped to his back and you you get in there, that's the only thing you can find, and you find a single um like well, the the bag itself is mostly empty. You find just a little bit of food and some supplies. But you do happen to notice that the bag itself is monogrammed with the uh, the name P Hutchison.
3: Nothing
0: Nothing to to me.
2: Yeah. Someone that was um I pull up my journal, notate that name, but he said he's got some through the supplies, so really.
3: I yeah. say let's give him half an hour to see if he comes to What well, what well, yeah, what time of day are we
2: talking? Um so
0: you're getting to probably um mid afternoon at the yeah, second. We don't have a so. we don't have a ton of time to um
2: are we close to like a landing to kinda
0: it, Camp for the night? Yeah, it looks as though you'd be able to reach the end of Knife's Ridge and find yourself, if not, next to, at least within the shade of the next uh, of the, the overhang. Um, by, by, the, by nightfall? Yeah, you the um, approach to Wickersham's Wall. I, I think we give him half an
3: hour, see if he comes to. Otherwise we cut him loose and we continue. Like This is
0: a perilous task. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you take a little time. Uh, both of you give me another... Uh, only one of you give me a luck roll. I'll do it. I have the
3: better luck. <laughs> um, doesn't matter. Okay.
0: Uh, he's, you wait a little while, but you really just begin to feel as if you can't take much more time. His breathing is just It's becoming shallower and shallower. It looks like he's just not in good shape, but he never really rouses. That's... Uh... Move on. Say a prayer. Move on. No. All right, <laughs> that will sum up the journey along Knife's Ridge. So now we will hop back over to our other team of explorers. We've got Felonius uh, and Junko.
1: Um, just real quick, what time of day did they leave? Um, the morning. Yes, they left in the morning. So it'd be morning for you too. Like um, it the, uh, sunrise. Or, yes, sunrise on the. We'll just call it day
0: one of the expedition. How actually, close are
1: we to the? Uh, actually, this like the summit, like actually climbing the mountain. Like how far away from actual, like the ascent, are we? Uh,
0: so you're headed towards Peter's Glacier. Yes. Um. I mean, as of now, it's 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 always hard to judge timing and distances with the climbing. It looks like. Uh, actually, yeah. Go ahead and give me a go. Go ahead and give me probably either climb or survival checks.
1: Well, I'll definitely do climb.
2: Uh, I don't have
1: either skill. Um, that ties a hard success. Uh, this uh, says half. It doesn't say equal to or half. So. So, okay.
0: just, you know, based on your general, you know, health and experience having climbed other mountains, like, oh, actually,
1: yeah, go Actually, back. sorry. A it is a hard success. success. It sorry. It is a hard success. Just to see what
0: it's... Uh 72? Um, which I'm guessing yeah. probably fails since you said you didn't have anything. Yeah, room. I don't have Okay. So, Junko is, you know, you've done this before, and you kind of know, even though you've never worked on this specific path these trails from everything that you've heard you estimate that as long as the weather holds clear this is something you should be able to do in like maybe two to three days before you're um within range of the next portion of the map
1: okay uh let me rephrase the question i want to leave in the dark to to hit the part that we need light when the sun starts coming up. Okay. So, like, I want to get a, I, uh, you know, like, my adrenaline woke me up early, <laughs> and I want to, and I, and I want to, like, stealth out of camp and get started. Okay. Right at the ass crack of dawn. All right. Um, go ahead and, yeah, do give me a stealth check for that,
0: though, because it'll be a little bit hard to keep quiet that you're,
1: you know. Now, can I say, can up. we do a stealth check as a, like, like an attack to anything or anyone else's, like, listen check? Because not only if I if I fail to listen, or if I fail to stealth, combat that with a listen to see if anybody hears. Because like they're sleeping, for instance. Yeah. So they'd have to get woken up out of their out of their sleep by the sound.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: I'd say that's fair. Okay. I'd say that's fair. Good, let's
0: let's do that. Um, so actually, can I get one of you guys from the other team to go ahead and make a listen check for me just to see it? Probably Doctor Davis over there, because yes, to listen to students
1: all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we don't have much. He didn't listen to the students. No, I
1: failed. <laughs> I failed. What'd you get? Forty six. Okay. Well I got a I got a sixty nine. I got a thirty six.
0: Okay, that's is that still a failure for your stealth though? Uh,
2: I don't have stealth.
0: So it'd be twenty, so yeah, no, that's okay. And so we both failed stealth. Okay. Did either of you guys succeed at a listen check? No. Okay. So you know, it's not the—it's definitely not the stealthiest attempt at <laughs> like, packing up camp. But sure. but you know, we're there's between out. the wind and the early <laughs> hours, <laughs> you, were, you were able to get packed up and head out of camp before the other team. So when you guys retroactively here, we are going to go back a little bit, but you guys <laughs> did notice that the other team had left just a little bit before you. So you got a few, maybe a few hours.
2: Mm. But we're well rested because we mm. slept through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we've got drunk babies. <laughs>
0: okay, so yeah, you've you definitely you've gotten a jump uh, on it there, and you're now headed to Peter's Glacier. I can buy sleep; it's fine. <laughs> um, so the glacier itself, it's uh, even shallower of a slope than Knife's Ridge. Um, but as you get, you know, as you're getting out there, you just see that like the. The snow and ice shining brightly as the like sun crests over the hills. Now you through the dark, you kind of reached this this just expanse of ice, and you notice that they're like it's just kind of cross hatched with these deep crevasses. Like you see spots in the ice where it's kind of collapsed inwards, and um, so it's it's going to be a little bit treacherous going but again so far the weather is, is holding for now uh, how do you guys how do you guys want to proceed Do you want to take any any particular precautions when you what say order when you, do you want to
1: go in Things when like you that. when you say it's like it's skinnier like we have like drop-offs it's on either side um kind of thing no it's more like
0: picture just like a wide open field like the top of like a big it's uh, like a snow-filled valley almost so okay. It's just that there, every here and there, you see spots where it's just kind of like crisscrossed with these like just series and lines of fissures and basically spots where the the ice and snow and rock have kind of collapsed inward. So it's like you're kind of down in an icy valley, and there's just there's some hazards um, that you'll have to keep an eye out for, sure. uh, or else you'll risk you know falling in and bumping all the way down these these narrow. I don't think we need to rope up or anything just yet.
2: No. Okay. Um, can I do? Can I roll a spot yes. hidden to you know find the best way across? Um, sure. Oh, that's a twelve. So that—that's an extreme success.
0: Yes. Okay. So you you look out across the, the expanse of ice and you notice kind of an increased concentration of the crevasses off to the. Um, say it's kind of like the west as you're approaching this mountain here like you can see that there's just like leading into knife's ridge you know it gets really choppy right around that area so you can tell you're going to want to skirt around that a bit and head a little further to the east looks like you'll have an easier time going down that route so you get a pretty good start you get going across you pick an area that has a relatively low number of these crevasses for now okay So you're going along, um, what are your spot hidden values? I don't
2: have one.
0: So just the, what's the, what's the? 25. 25, okay. Mine's 100. Oh, okay. That is gonna be, you've got very keen eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an anthropologist. um, So. All right. So you're going along and, you know, to a normal man, the hazards posed by these unexpected crevasses could be truly lethal. But to Thelonius, who has spent his life looking where others might not see, he, he understands <laughs> the patterns very, very well within these ice sheets and is almost just able to work out exactly uh, where these things are going to be. So you, you know, it's just smooth as smooth can be sailing. Um, Hot through knife dessert. through butter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you make killer time and it only takes you, you know, you, you do at one point have to camp out on the ice, but you know, you make it in just a couple days, like, nice. easily uh, across Peter's Glacier.
2: See, I'm more than a bank account. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be the good mountaineer there. Junko. <laughs> Um yeah, no, I don't really care
1: about Fishers. I'm looking up. Yeah, he did she didn't even you know, she didn't even need to
0: never came up yet. Maybe Mm -hmm. she would have been fine, but with an expert eye on the the crevasses. (laughs) So you guys have now reached Wickersham's wall. Um, and actually um, we passed mantling the wall already.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, Nope, my bad. Sorry about that. No, Yeah, you will be a mantling. Um, Now, as for you guys who crossed up on Knife's Ridge, you find yourself in a position where um, you can either basically head to the east uh, along the upper edge of Knife's Ridge uh, and make your way towards Wickersham's Wall, or you can proceed directly vertically... Um, from Knife's Ridge, uh, and looking up, it's, it's a pretty sheer cliff with an overhang at the top that you'll have to surmount. So your options are kind of almost an inverted incline, or take some more time, travel to the east, and then head up a Wickersham's Wall, basically.
2: How much time are we saving going up the overhang? Um, are we all there? We're... no. There, there. So you guys
0: are there. You guys are at... Um,
1: who, who, who are you talking to now?
0: Uh, Thelonious. Oh, okay. My and... bad. Yeah, no,
1: yeah, they're at the night. It's, it's our turn to be on our phones. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but I was going to say, so you guys are at uh, the basically the bottom of Wickersham's Wall already. Oh, okay. So you are a little bit ahead of these guys if they do want to proceed to the east and get to Wickersham's Wall versus taking the overhang that's directly in front of them at the top of Knife Ridge. And like to answer your question, Jared. Um, Dick, please. <laughs> Doctor Dick. Dick Dick Doc. Dick cute animal. you give me give me I have a navigation. S- yeah, actually that would be very applicable to this one. Give me a
2: navigation. Um, close to a hard, but a, just a regular okay. success. Um,
0: so kind of gauging your current pace and, um, basically how much distance is involved. You got a pretty good eye on exactly how long that path would take. Um, and you can see that the time savings would be immense if you were able to climb the face directly in front of you. Like... It's, it's going to save days,
2: basically, at this point. If you feel comfortable going up it, we can. My main goal is more to confirm that the Sourdough Expedition um, made it. Um, so I guess I wouldn't care as much to get there first. But we would lose out on the money. And I don't know if that influences your decision at all. Mm, I would like the
3: money. Yeah, I we- would. I would like Alaska to become a state, but that's going to be a very hard climb. What's your
2: climbing ability? Pretty good. He's climbed some mountains (laughs) in his day. And I'm not, I have had some expeditions in the past, so I'm not, you know, a novice, but I could throw my weight around a little bit. This will be the make it or break it for the the record. And we noticed that the other two in our party left before us, (laughs) so maybe this is the time to catch up. All right, gentlemen, what
0: will it be? Shall you test your metal? If you're comfortable, uncomfortable. Let's Let's, go for it. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. Overhang. All right. So you begin. Rough. Yeah. You begin. uh, You you. Un- unpack. Uh, how how much uh, gear do you want to take with you? I mean, do you want to? We'll, we'll just for do an a- overhang, we'll, like pretty keep it pretty
3: minimal. Uh, for the me, the person climbing it would be very minimal, but okay. I think would have offloaded everything to make him a really heavy anchor, and I just need the ropes and carrying up the pulleys. So that if I get to the top, I can get everything else up there. Okay,
0: sounds good. Um, okay, so you will take, take the pulleys with you, and you'll take as much as you can. It sounds like uh, since you did bring that, that a pulley system, so are you kind of hoping to be able to leave a little bit down at the edge and then haul it back yep. up? Yep. Okay, awesome. All right, so uh, this you... This is the exact reason I wanted pulleys. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you begin uh, you were the, prepared. the arduous climb up the overhang. Um, so for the lead climber, go ahead and give me a climb check. Success. All right. So you're going along and already, you know, you feel the effects of that inverted incline. You're, you're doing your best to like chop into the the, the ice um, with your axe and get some handhold footholds, any kind of purchase that you can reach. And, uh, next, give me a constitution check. That is a... Almost a critical, extreme success. All right. Um, so you're making your way up the mountain, and uh, again, to a lesser experienced climber, they'd be feeling the burn right about now, but uh, your arms are just
2: pistons of <laughs> pure steel pulling you the,
0: You're You're like spider man this <laughs> shit on the other side of the ice. I got my web slingers <laughs> with me, and I'm going straight to the top. Yeah. Um, but now nah, you uh, as
2: the anchor I'm Yeah, he's just <laughs> like you see this guy. He's just like he's like barely breathing hard at this point. I'm <laughs> gonna have to pay this guy so much more <laughs> money. <him. laughs>
0: um, all right, uh, go ahead and give me another climb. Check lead. That's another success. Okay. All right, you. Um, so it's it's been several hours. Um, now it's uh, basically taken you well into the midday. Um, But you've made really good time up the mountain, and you finally crest the lip of this uh, arduous overhang. And as you kind of just muscle your way on over the top, you marvel. (laughs) I will uh, get away from the cliff edge, but
3: I'm going to take a 30-second breather and get to work setting up the pulley system. Well, I start a slow clap. (laughs) (laughs) And it echoes, because there's no one around. (laughs) Um, <laughs> and
0: go ahead and give me for this journey. Give me one climb check, belay climber.
2: Oh, that's you. That's me. Come on, don't fail me now. who sixty four. My climb's is sixty five.
0: <laughs> 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 it's it's rough going um, because you know you're carrying a lot of I'm weight, and I'm a uh, big dude though. But he's he's your your lead climber has fortunately cleared a pretty. You know, a, a well, um, uh, like an easy path through the ice. The Handholds are solid, and everything miraculously holds. While waiting for the belay climber to catch up, so while waiting for Dick Dick Davis here, to, <laughs> Professor to, Dick, <laughs> Dick Dick Davis, <laughs> uh, you know, you hear his belabored um, <laughs> grunting as he's coming up the cliff uh you there's another strange sound that begins to reach your ears you you hear kind of this like crunching uh crumbling sound can i make a survival if it's like uh
3: yeah something bad in nature that like an avalanche or something yeah absolutely i'm familiar
0: with that is a hard success okay You are, not only can you tell that this is, it's a little unlike anything that you've heard before on a mountain. Like, you know, your first, your gut reaction is, oh shit, avalanche or ice fall or, you know, part of the rock face is separating, something of that nature. But you detect that it just has a different sound to it. It's not like a massive weight necessarily crumbling away. Um, It really just, it isn't like something that you've heard before. And you are able to pinpoint that it's kind of coming from directly above you, Um, and in fact, as you look closely, you begin to see little bits and pieces of gravel falling off, and you're trying to figure out, like, I mean, how can something like this be happening, but it doesn't sound like an earthquake, or just like anything you've ever really heard before. Give me, let's see, what did you, what was, sorry, what was the check you just used? Uh, survival. Okay, give me a spot hidden as well. Nothing Okay, um, so you keep kind of trying to follow the sound of the gravel, um, and you 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 trace it along up and up the remaining overhangs up to the cloud line, and then suddenly through the clouds you see just this mass come coiling into view, and um, to your horror, it looks like some kind of almost this, this just pulsing, fleshy, slinky of, like, I mean, it's, it's just worm-like creature with scything teeth coming out to either side of its jaw. And it appears to just be basically plopping down the mountainside, like, each end-over-end, its jaws cycling as it goes, like, basically a wheel down the, the, basically burst through the cloud line and it's headed right towards you. (laughs) Am I still working my way? (laughs) Um, Go ahead and give me an in fact, the, you know, the just the unexpected like blasphemy of the thing that you see flying at you down this mountain, that's going to provoke a sanity roll. A fail. Okay um so give me a d probably a d4 or yeah d4. yeah one okay so <laughs> you've been hardened by sights in the war and although this is unlike anything you've experienced before you're uh, stalwart in the face of the unimaginable i'm not entirely sure what to make of it
3: uh like would I be tethered to him? As yeah, we climb? so he's still climbing right. up. You're still uh, tethered. Can I get? Like, can I do like a climb check to get him up faster? Like, if something happens, we both
0: fall off. Um, instead of like a climb check, I would say if you're wanting to do that, so you imagine kind of like shouting down to him, letting him know like, like he needs to hurry, and, like pulling. That would probably be a strength check. Can, can I, I
2: roll a climb thing. check to help?
0: Sure. Doesn't look
3: like I. <laughs> I give you any helpful progress there. I didn't help
0: him <laughs> there. I'm okay, still so, a so you hear you hear the panic in uh, like you know you you did you, you saw something that was uh, you yeah. know disturbed your sanity a little bit so he there's a tinge of panic to your voice despite what uh, you otherwise might hope to convey and uh, meanwhile uh, dr. Davis is doing his best like he picks up on that and you're just scrambling you're struggling I, at this point.
3: Um, I'm going to have to like anchor myself as best as possible and I'm going to have to pull the
0: my side arm. All right. Um so do you want to are you detaching from him and anchoring him to the rocks up there? I like a or, kind or? of a
3: wide wide stance like oh he still needs me as his counterweight okay. to climb. But
0: same are you staying in roughly the same spot? Yeah. As long? Okay. So you're you're basically you're You're hunkering down. You're looking up. You're readying your sidearm. Uh, Gonna try and take a shot at this thing. I am okay.
3: Um, You got a thirty-eight out of the sixty. I don't know how combat works in this. Okay.
0: Um, So, sorry, did you use your firearm skill? Yes. That check. Okay, and it was successful. Yes. Is that a hard success? It is just a success. Okay. Um, So you take the shot. Um, It. Basically, it, it, you, you can see that it lands, um, where you just kind of aiming just in general for the front of this thing as it's barreling down. Okay. Um, so you manage to catch it. doesn't strike it directly in the mouth or on any of its flailing, scything appendages, um, but it does sh- smack firmly into the body of the creature and roll a, a d10 for me for damage and add any damage bonus. If, Six. Uh, wait, you wouldn't have to. So it's a it's a pretty solid wound. You can see it blow. The 45 impacts hard, blows a good chunk out of the worm as it's just a, you know a mass of flesh and teeth rolling down almost. I mean, faster than any human you've ever seen climb. But it, you can tell it recoils from the impact and just lets out this shuddering screech as the bullet rips a flesh a chunk of its flesh out.
3: I'm gonna have to shoot again. Okay. Um, it doesn't look like it's slowing down. All right, go ahead and
0: take another shot. Is this thing just like a um, single worm, or is it like a tentacle of worms? Um, it's a single fat entity. It's you know, it's uh. Go ahead and give me. A, well, I'm so You can't really, yeah, you yeah. can't really see it from the overhang. So yeah, uh, got another success.
3: No, you just hear the screeching. Yeah. <laughs> And gunshots. So that should be. My <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. God,
2: it's another almost dead climber. <laughs>
0: Why
3: did I bring this murderous school with me?
0: Uh, Twelve damage. All right. Um, so your second bullet. Uh, takes the creature directly in the gullet uh, as it's like you know it's getting closer now you see its second mouth detached from the rock face like flip around it's coming down towards you and you see it just blow a hole through the gullet and back up through the back side of the worm uh, and it just screeches in pain and uh, begins to kind of divert its course like you can see rather than just continuing down at a solid pace it begins moving off to the side so it's and you you notice uh well actually give me a spot hidden real quick.
3: i actually did it <laughs> <laughs> i got the 25 base requirement
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you managed to you managed to calm down just a little bit after the success of your shot and you notice something in its movement like it's hard to tell if it's because it's wounded or not but you notice it just it's as opposed to the elegance of its movements before in kind of a perfect just spiraling downwards motion as it kind of tries to change direction off to the side, it kind of like awkwardly jerks and it has to like swing its mass around to latch its mouth onto the the rock face and keep moving. Um, But it now is is moved off of the route towards you a little bit.
2: Right. Try to attempt to get over the edge of the cliff. Now. Yeah, give
0: me a, give me one more climb, Shaq. We'll see if in your hasty... We got it. Rush. All right. So you, you pull yourself up over the lip of the edge just in time to see this screeching, bleeding, like, fleshy worm mound thing come careening off the side, <laughs> and it just smashes into the edge of the ridge, you know, probably within 15 feet or so of the location that you were standing in. So it rips a big portion of the, the rock out next to you and just tumbles down into the, the ice and snow below. Um, so go ahead and you will also give me a sanity roll. That's my sanity 50. 44 pass. Okay. So you... Maybe it's the snow, maybe it's the brevity of which you see this horror that comes, like, hurtling down towards you, but you barely have time to even register and understand what it is that you've seen, and your mind gradually begins to cope and come to terms with with what's happening.
2: Yeah. I can't imagine any of my history or library use or archaeology background would assist me with any base knowledge of what I just saw, so... (laughs) I'll just catch my breath and uh, maybe investigate the, you said it fell pretty close to us, right?
0: Um, but we you know, said if it like hit the overhang and then like went off of cleaning. Yeah. Oh, it kind of, okay. of went craning off to the side and it's like, so it's, it's difficult to see far enough down. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you can just barely kind of make out maybe where it landed. Like maybe there's, you see a body kind of crumpled. Can around. I use
2: my binoculars <laughs> to see if I can?
0: Sure. Yeah. See, would would I roll for that? Um. No. Yeah. If you're using it, dogs. So you are able to see that it's um it it separated uh, like in its wounded state. It looks like it kind of ripped free of the red, uh, the ridge when it impacted with that, and just tumbled off into the vast emptiness beside the mountain and landed on a like you just see. It's not exactly spattered, but like broken, twisting jaw pieces and like its teeth kind of I'm, blinking up at
2: you in the light of the sun and, like, i know this i this is what i'm imagining in my head is the um spongebob episode with the giant alaskan <laughs> bullworm <bulwur. laughs> uh,
0: actually I uh, different mouth parts okay. but not completely but, like the exact... that with like giant a little smaller cancers. a little smaller too um in fact, yeah, you're using your binoculars. You—it's—it's it's hard to get a sense of scale from this distance. Now it's so far down, um, but it's you just from how small it is, you can tell it's you know probably less than like maybe 20 feet long for sure.
2: It's. I think I'm gonna grab my journal and just kind of from what I've seen, make a quick little sketch. Shit's fucked, <laughs> day two. <laughs> oh, I remember my um, advice from Kyle: don't die. <laughs> We're doing get so far. <laughs> Oh. So now I have Don't Die, P. Hutchinson, and a sketch
3: of a worm. <laughs> saw the trenches get gas. I've never saw anything like this.
2: So... Um, damn Nazis back at it again. <laughs> um, I guess I'll use... Can I use my navigate skill and kind of like see if this has affected our route or now what we kind of...
3: <laughs> did, did it leave us handholds?
2: <laughs> kind of like lay out what the area looks like around us now.
0: Um... So looking around, um, you're still below the the cloud line. Okay. So it's a little bit tricky. You'll have one more kind of vertical ascent ahead of you. You'll have to break the cloud line essentially before you can really see a final path towards but we,
3: the. Would I be able to tell if it looks better or not than the overhang we just did? Like, like the overhang would probably be one of the toughest parts to like toughest things to climb, but uh, a vertical one. Like, can I see you up to the cloud line
0: how bad does it look um it's still a pretty good distance up to the cloud line but it does not look as difficult to traverse as what you just climbed all right I'd say no check is
2: really required then
3: I guess' we'll I work say on... count yourself lucky that we stay two days here because
2: and I guess we'll work our way to get all of our supplies back up yeah you got the pulley system up and all right and what's we'll kind of at what time of day?
0: Uh, getting on towards evening now, so you'll probably, I, yeah, it's up to you guys, but I think camp, I don't want to, camp on the ridge might be, be I would be a little shaken from that.
3: I
2: don't want (laughs) to spend the night out here. Yeah. I don't know where else we could go though, (laughs) especially if it's night, but. Okay. So making camp. Yes. Yep. All right. So we'll, t- we'll take shifts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use my flashlight. You, you can have first shift. My electric torch.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like I need a team name for you guys. It's going to be much easier than saying like Roy Sullivan every time and uh, Doctor Dick Davis. <laughs> blue Team. Are you Blue Team? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're the Alpha Team. Alpha Team. Oh, we're Gold Team. Okay, so we've got Alpha Team and yeah, what 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 team do you guys want? We're Gold. We're Gold Team. Um, gold, silver, silver, silver. gold team, you got Alpha team and Gold team, and no one's gonna remember which. All right, on, and on. now to Gold team, consisting of uh, Thelonious Grigsby, right? Yep. And uh, Junko, what was your last name, Junko? I feel like my last name is Stephanie. Okay, Junko Stephanie, nice. All right, so you guys were at Mantling the Wall. Okay. So, uh, looking before you, having reached the end of, uh, Peter's Glacier, uh, Wall stands in stark contrast as an end to the relatively gentle slope of the glacier. Um, you get started off on the upwards traversal, and initially things don't seem, seem too daunting. Um, you know, you're going along, basically, both of you guys go ahead and give me a climbing check.
2: just a regular success for me. I don't have that skills, and I got a 62. So I think I failed.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. Um, let's see. So you were the... Did, sorry, did you say you had a success? Yeah, regular, regular success. Regular success. All right. Um, so there's a little bit of uh, some struggling as you're going. Um, you know, Felonius loses a handhold at one point. Um, but, uh, you know, putting... You know, as he slips off of the cliff face... Go ahead and give me a constitution or strength, strength, strength or constitution. Almost? Just you, Junko. That's a hard pass. Okay. Um, So they don't call you the greatest female uh, for no reason. Um, Despite the impressive amount of equipment that uh, Thelonious is carrying as the belay climber, even though he slips off at one point, um, you know, you've got solid handholds. Uh, and some solid muscles, and you cling fast to the rock face. Um, so you're moving up. Um, go ahead and give me your choice of like a survival check or spot hidden. Um, anything that would kind of let's see. You had spot hidden right, yep. pretty high. Yeah. Go ahead and go I'll ahead and roll for it. Hidden. We'll see see what you get. Beware, 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 beware. Stop. Uh,
2: Thirty-two.
0: Probably a hard success hard
2: success yeah
0: cool. All right um, so uh, from his position as the belay climber once he's safely back onto the wall, Thelonious notices uh, a few interesting things uh, about uh, Wickersham's wall. In fact you recognize two things as you begin mantling this. Firstly, uh, there seems to be an oddly colored section of rocks uh, near the base of the cliff further to your east further to the east. Um, secondly, just below the cloud line above you you notice a strange fissure in the wall um, and you you know you quickly like it's so telling or so unique um, that you quickly take a glance through all of your assembled writings on the mountain, other archives, things that people have described in their ascents. and you notice that it's something like this isn't recorded anywhere um, you know Wickersham's wall is supposed to be a pretty solid path all the way up to the cloud line there's no reports of massive fissures or or anything like this in those reports so is there anything in particular you want to start heading towards do you want to move off towards the odd coloration that you see to the east continue straight up i want to be the first one up the mountain
2: i don't know i kind of want to explore one of these things but i also feel like that would get us in trouble
0: um again to just just so you know like the the fissure that you're seeing is pretty much i mean it is ahead of you um kind of in in the path towards the cloud line like you you don't see the whole thing you basically just see the beginnings of kind of like a break in the rock like just kind of a tear almost in the front of the the ridge or the front of the mountainside, um, and then it just disappears up into the cloud line so the cloud line kind of bisects this 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 opening.
1: Well, um, in terms of ascent, fissures are usually... can be helpful. True. So if you're wanting to explore more, you can explore the fissure as I'm trying... You can explore the fissure more as I'm exploring the best route up.
2: Okay, yeah, let's do that.
1: Okay. So... Just basically
0: staying, heading up, basically, <laughs> for the moment?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, toward toward the... Fissure, we're headed up toward the fissure.
0: All right, sounds good. All go ahead and give me some more climbing checks.
2: I'm still going to suck. That's going to be a hard success for me. Uh, I think that's an 89, so that's a big fail.
0: Okay. Um, and then Brandon, go ahead and give me another strength check. That's a regular success. So, once more, um, you know, you're making your way along, and not without difficulty, um, but really earning her keep on this ship, Junko, is just a rock, managed, managing to keep the, the team attached to the rock face as you're heading up. Now you find yourself really on the wall, proper, getting closer and closer to the cloud line. Go ahead and give me two more climbing checks, uh, lead so Junko.
1: Regular success okay. for the first one. Regular success for the second
0: one. All right. Um, so really, you're just you know you're you're just chewing up this mountainside. You're making pretty good time. Um, it's about you know midday, trending in towards um, evening at this point, point. Um, and. It's still, uh, you know, you still got a little bit of daylight left, um, but it's looking like you might have to, this is a a pretty long, straight stretch of the wall, so it's looking like you might have to make camp at some point on the wall. Um, You guys want to keep going, basically, as long as you can, or do you want to start setting up camp
1: now? I don't know. We've not made it to the Fisher yet? Correct. You have not yet.
2: I don't think we have any gear to camp on the side of the cliff. Um... Just, I mean, I know we have a tent. Yeah, specifically, yeah, I think any side camping gear. I don't know side, if there side. was. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, so, I mean, at the bare limit, you know, you can create kind of, you can do what's called the, the bio-vacking, the bio which is basically where you um, set up kind of like a little sling with your ropes and climbing gear and just kind of camp on the side of the the. the plate what time base. of day is it? Uh, still, it's like late afternoon, so you've still like early evening, so you still have a little daylight
1: left. Is there any way of knowing like what our stamina is at? You know, are we still kind of okay to go or? Um, based on the success that you've had so far, you're still feeling pretty good. I want to be the first of the mountain, so I'm saying we keep going. We got daylight. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So you keep climbing. Um, a little past midway up the wall now, um, again, getting pretty close to the fissure and the cloud line, um, you begin to hear an odd sound, like crunching gravel. Um, and tiny pebbles start kind of drizzling down from the mist, falling down on each oh, guy's you guys' like looking up, <laughs> clinging tightly to the rock face, and you just, you know, you're getting pelted with this stuff. Um, it's a Yeti. Let's see. Uh, you even uh, you know suddenly Junko in the lead climbing up. You see kind of a, a shadow descending through the mist, and then some rocks break through the I cloud know. line, and there's you know like bigger than like fist sized chunks boulders kind of raining down. So how do you want to how do you want to handle this
1: threat? Are they falling in such a way that they? could could possibly hit us? Are they like are they sort of in our direct path? Are they falling behind yeah, us? Uh,
0: it, it looks like, you know, it's they're falling pretty close to the rock face. It's they're moving fast enough it's kind of hard to tell exactly um, you know, how how close to the rock face they are, but you might be able to
1: squeeze past them or I mean mm-hmm. if we're we're on the side of a rock face, we can't really stop now. Maybe try to you know mm-hmm. maybe try to see Well, have we gotten to the fish yet? Could we? we, Not yet. yet. Okay. Uh, So my suggestion might be to continue going, but if there's a general idea of where the rocks are coming from, try to, you know, I have really good climbing skills, so try to navigate in such a way that takes us off the center. Okay. Right? So, like, they're falling down this way, and I'd like to just move over just a little bit to try to go around where it
2: looks like the rocks are coming from. Well, then can I use my spot hidden to kind of give us the best way? forward? Um, sure.
0: 95. Regular success. Yeah, regular success. Okay. Um, so Thelonious points out, like kind of shouts upwards, and like he can, you know, sometimes the belay climber actually gets a better view of the mountain mm-hmm. ahead, um, and so you can um, you can see that the rocks are concentrated. They're falling a little bit more to your east. So kind of sidling back over to the west is going to give you the best option. So you just kind of shout your you're like, you know, you shout that back up to Junko and she sends me kind of a text roll glances like <laughs> doing Morse code with your your, your <laughs> with my electric electric torch. torches as they refer to them in the thirties here. Um, but anyway, so you you signal uh, which direction Junko should head and you, you start making making your way in that, that direction. So give me uh, give me a climb check for that. Yeah. Lead. A uh, hard success. Okay, uh, you have no difficulty, um, basically moving off to the west and getting out of the way of the falling falling rocks. Nice. So um, those zip past, and just in time, Felonius follows suit and is given a little bit more time since he's you know several hundred feet delayed, and also manages to clear the falling rock. Now, uh, in the the odd echoing silence following the rock fall, you kind of look around you and you notice. Uh, Junko, you notice something uh, on the rock face itself. There's some strange circular impressions on the rock face. You know, you've moved off to the side here and you're looking around and you just see that there's like, almost like something, they look like axe cuts um, in your experience as a climber, but they're just, it's arranged in this ring on the, the, the probably, you know, about three to five feet uh, in diameter, a ring. And then you also catch a bit of an odd gleam in, the, like, the rays of twilight as they strike the mountainside. You, you see this glint. You want to... And it's just, just a little bit further off to off to the west there. You want to kind of climb over and investigate. I'm headed toward the
1: fissure.
2: Mm,
1: yeah, I'm It's there, up but... to you. You're the one that's, you know... You're you're the one that would be curious about any of this. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, let's
2: investigate a little bit. Okay.
0: Um, so you climb over, and it you know it takes it doesn't take you too long to reach uh, the spot, and you see you see the remains of an arm attached to an ice axe embedded in the wall. Uh, it's just this kind of by now the blood is all like frozen over. It's just like black and icy crust uh, at the edges of the severed appendage, and um, creepy. Great. Let's see and you see streaks of dried blood on the ice around it and uh, You notice one other thing on the handle of the axe. It reads C Hutchison
2: no um,
0: So the, on the glinting metal handle
2: can we take that
0: axe? Um, sure yeah. We're taking, uh, taking it's the axe. with a with a solid chunk that axe, though like you <laughs> like you like pull it out of the wall the hand is still kind of attached. You just like are <laughs> just like swinging this frozen crusty like hand and just like peel it off. I'm assuming. Yeah. All right. So you, you shake it off, you know, with a brittle crack the frozen fingers like pop off of the axe and the arm <laughs> goes Say a down couple the, words before I toss it, the arm away. <laughs> toss the arm off. Um, and, uh, yeah, go ahead and, uh, you know, what, give me a sanity roll for that. I mean, it's still pretty, you know, you know, the dangers of the mountain can be harsh, but, you know, you assume, you assume maybe, uh, you know, he was taken off by a rock fall. Like maybe he wasn't so lucky as to be able to get
2: out of the way. 73. My sanity is 75, so I am not
0: insane. (laughs) He's, yeah. He's, he's seen some shit. What's one more dead arm on? <laughs> he, he works. He works with. He's an anthropologist, right? You've worked oh, yeah. with your fair share of bones. And I've remains. seen some limbs. So, uh, so yeah, uh, grim, but uh, with resolve you continue on. But the horror is not over for those reaching the end of Wychram's Wall, um, because at that exact mm-hmm. moment. The crunching of the gravel gets louder and louder, and suddenly, into view, pops. Not one, not two, but three writhing, wriggling, gigantic, worm-like forms. Uh, they burst out from uh, up above the mist and the cloud lines. Their jaws are scything, crunching into the rock as they flip end, end, end over end, uh, barreling towards you down the rock face. So... Uh, both of you, go ahead and give me sanity rolls for that.
2: So I got a twenty. My sanity is a forty-five. Okay. I got an eighty-nine, and my sanity is seventy-five. All right, so, so... this shit's freaking me the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, so <laughs> Thelonious is okay with bodies, but not wriggling
0: otherworldly horrors from another dimension. Eldritch uh, monsters. So go ahead my... and give me a, a D4 for the, the sanity roll, just for seeing these things. Two? Okay, so you'll lose... Uh, uh, in, in, a, in a bout of, of, of panic, you release from the rock wall, and you lose a little bit of sanity, uh, and uh, Junko here you know, amidst all of this is going to have to hold fast, so give me a strength check. Come on, Junko. That's a soft fail. Okay. (laughs) So, also uh, surprised and in her shock, she's not quite able to... Get, get like you feel your grip slipping, um, you knowing that as Thelonious spins out into the yawning abyss, no. that you're all that stands. Uh, well, that and a tiny bit of metal anchoring you. That might be all that keeps you from disaster. So you wanna. So in Call of Cthulhu, there's a mechanic called pushing a roll. And this is something I would probably recommend at this point, considering you, is there anything that you want to try? as like a desperate last ditch attempt um, to like re-roll that, that check to keep you holding onto the rock face.
1: He lets go of the wall, falls. And as the belayer, he falls his weight kind of pushes me. It's yeah. It's like pulling you basically. Like
0: you're tethered together. Um, You also, you know, there are, anchor points
1: in the rope along the way between the two of you don't kill me you don't get your money <laughs> um and so right now we're basically falling well you're slipping off he's 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 fallen basically you're
0: slipping like you're losing your grip i'm giving you an opportunity to kind of like push that
1: that strength check to see if you can hold with my extreme climbing skills <laughs> I I think that I can I, I should have the knowledge of what happens if I slip if I start slipping or if I'm falling. Okay. How to how to like catch myself or you know um, find a new handhold or a foothold to help me you know, like latch on that I could do you know kind of as a quick instinct. Okay. Um, whether it be I'm sort of using my, my last ditch effort to sort of make a, a jump to somewhere as I'm falling. Okay. To, I like it. To like latch on to, you know, something that's easier. You right. know? Or if I, you know, could use my, my climbing instincts to, to throw a, uh, like the, the, pick into the, into the wall again. Okay. Um, I don't know which one might, you might think is better. Um,
0: so I like, I like the idea of, you know, you're, you're slipping, you're losing your handhold, like the weight is pulling, but you do see that, you know, maybe a little lower and off to the side, you see, you know, there's a, Single boulder, kind of jutting out to the side, and you think you know last ditch effort. You might be able to push off from the wall, actually fall and grab that, hammer your axe into the top okay. of it, and just hold on. So go ahead and uh, I'll let you push. Let's go ahead and we'll start with pushing the strength check. Okay. Um, well, that's a, a hard, hard pass. Okay. And, Just barely. And go ahead and give me a jump check as well. That's a uh, extreme success. Okay. So, you know, Junko puts all, the, <laughs> all the strength into her finely toned legs. <laughs> and
1: uh, p- Pushes
0: off away from the rock face in a last-ditch attempt to snag a boulder farther down the cliff face, and you slam into it at high speed, but you just bash that axe into the uh, rock, and it manages to halt your fall. So you're just like one hand wrapped around the rock, the axe buried into the rock, and Felonius is kind of swinging around, (laughs) (laughs) pendulum out into the void. And because of the, you know, it was an impressive leap, and carried you pretty far off to the side. And you notice that you're actually a little bit out of the direct path of these rapidly descending worm creatures. Like fortunately, it's kind of carried you um, right where you would want to be. I right? oh, see look, um, my freak out worked. <laughs> so <laughs> it was all part of my master plan. Yeah, so these things they again they just come kind of like barreling down just to the to the the east of you and descend into the the now darkening mists below. Um, and you collect yourselves, get re- reattached to the wall, re-anchored, and continue your ascent. Uh, and you're now nearing the cloud line and the fissure above you. And I think that's that's going to be a pretty good spot, I think, to wrap this up. Um, you'll have the rest of the, the ascent beyond the cloud line after that. And uh, as far as time goes, not that either of you guys are either team is aware of it, but you're keeping on pretty close pace with the should be an exciting race to the summer.
2: Woo Insanity!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo Insanity indeed!